Try all you want. Nobody ever escapes the cross. Walk where you will. Seek whatever you have a mind to. Make all your plans and arrangements in accordance with your own notions and desires. Whether you like it or not, you will always find the cross. So says the imitation of Christ. But what fuels that fear of the cross? What makes us want to run from the only thing that can bring us life? If only we submit to it and embrace it wholeheartedly. Well, I can think of at least a few reasons, though there are many, many more. Maybe, for one thing, we are addicted to comfort and convenience. In so many ways, haven't we come to expect everything in our life to be easy, fast, immediate, and personally gratifying? If it's not, well, then we get frustrated and we get resentful. We expect to be soothed by our screens, placated by well-worn habits bent on pleasure. We want to be distracted and numb. We insist on comfort and convenience as if we were somehow entitled to it. But all of that makes us allergic to the cross. Pope Benedict XVI famously said, The world offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Look no further than the cross of Jesus for true greatness. Another reason that we probably avoid the cross is a deep fear of missing out. What a plague this truly is among so many poor and confused souls, especially among young people discerning their vocations. Each of us has been created out of love in order to make a sincere gift of ourselves. God has an incredible plan for each and every one of you. But that path requires deliberate choice. It demands saying yes to one thing and then no to everything else. That means getting nailed to a particular beam of wood at a particular time, in a particular place. But so often, we are reluctant to be nailed down to anything specific out of a kind of vague dread that there's something better coming along, that we're going to miss out on something. Do I really want to be pinned to this cross here and now? And so we find it almost impossible to ever really say yes to God's invitation. Again, that fear of missing out, it makes us allergic to the cross. The cross is God's ultimate commitment to humanity. Jesus, God incarnate, was willing to become stuck and literally pinned down in one place 
unable to be moved for us. Hanging there on a particular hill on a particular Friday afternoon, Jesus was not worried about missing out. He trusted that he was perfectly accomplishing the Father's will. And what was that accomplishment but loving you and me to the very bitter end? Jesus could freely give up his spirit there without regret or without remorse, without any kind of fear that something else was better happening somewhere else. This was the actual climax of history. And that's why he said, as he gave up his spirit, it is finished. Another reason that we try very, very hard to escape from the cross is doubt. We tend to easily doubt God's goodness and his friendship. I know this is true of me sometimes, and I'm a Catholic priest. Despite everything he has done for me to prove his absolute goodness and love, I still have trouble trusting that I'll be okay if I submit to the cross that he has given me. I still see my unique cross as sort of an obstacle rather than the vehicle that will bring me finally to my eternal destiny, to my eternal homeland. When it comes right down to it, somewhere in my soul, and perhaps in yours as well, I am allergic to the cross, and I hesitate to just let go and just say to God, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Instead, I try to hold my soul close to myself. I grasp onto it, saying, Lord, I don't want to die. I don't want to commend my spirit to you because I don't know if it will be safe with you. Will I lose it forever? Will I get hurt? Will I have anything left for myself? Or will you take everything from me, Lord? Perhaps you have experienced some of these same fears and some of these same doubts. Perhaps you felt that same urge to avoid the cross, whether it's through that addiction to comfort, the fear of missing out, or maybe a deeply embedded doubt of God's great and eternal goodness. Think for a moment. What are you afraid that God will take from you if you truly commend your spirit into his hands, if you really did say yes to his whole and entire plan for you, it's enough to make us tremble. But then, then we can lift our eyes to the cross of Jesus. And there we see hope. There we are filled with, with fresh courage. Why? Well, because as the letter to the Hebrews put it so well this evening, we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has similarly been tested in every way, yet without sin. 
Jesus became weak for us. And in so doing, he showed us how to be weak. His words to each one of us are not optional. Take up your cross and follow me. We have to follow him into death, into the beating heart of suffering. And we hear that and we flinch. We think, nah, that's not for me. That sort of sacrifice is for the serious, the super religious people, the martyrs, the heroes, the saints. St. Therese of Lisieux's words come to mind here. You cannot be half a saint. You must be a whole saint or no saint at all. To say the same thing a little differently, you cannot die halfway on your cross. You must either die the whole death or not die at all. So why do we hesitate? What is holding us back? What are we afraid of? We cannot let Jesus go to the cross alone. 